Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. This is The Athletic Football Show's Prospects to Pros. Hello, welcome to Prospects to Pros. I am your host, Nate Tice. It is Combine Week, or when you were listening to this, it will be Combine Week. We are recording this just before it, so if anything happens over the weekend, please do not yell at us when you hear this. But it is Combine Week. We are going to be previewing position by position, some stuff, some superlatives. Just say, who are we keeping an eye on? So kind of a name some dudes kind of thing for me and Dane right there. So to help me do that, I already spoiled it, but is the athletics draft expert, Dane Brugler. How are you doing today, Dane? I'm good. It's uh, Combine Week's great. It's always one of my favorite weeks on the calendar. Um, it, it's Indianapolis is such a great host city. Uh, and so the chance to get as much done as we do in Indianapolis, um, see as many people as we do. Sometimes it's just information overload because there's just so much coming at you. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. This is going to be a, a really productive week. Um, so and I know you're looking forward to it, too. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm really looking forward to giving a lot of fist bumps and elbow bumps instead of handshakes. Learn my lesson <laughs> right. at Super Bowl right. week. Uh, but yes, I, I, I'm very excited. I really, I, like you said, I love Indy. Uh, nothing but good experiences there. I think it's because uh, most games I went there, we, we won either at Wisconsin or through my dad or myself. So that helps. Just some good memories. But it's a very walkable downtown. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's supposed to be warm the best. Uh, this week, the whole oh, week. Oh, that's so. great. That's yeah, great. no. So, some years there's snow on the ground and it's, yes. you know, in the teens. But uh, yeah, it's, it, we're talking like 40s, 50s. So perfect. Uh, it, in February in, in the Midwest, that's that's like that's beautiful. So, yeah, Ooh. I uh, I loading up the truck tomorrow and headed over. So it's about oh, a five drive. hour drive for me. So it's nice and easy. Uh, I'm looking forward to some good steak. Definitely yes, uh, St. Elmo's and. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good places for food, so that that's definitely a big part of it. But I think overall, the Combine, I, and sometimes it gets a bad rap. You know, people think of it as underwear Olympics and, you know, oh. it's non-football. And I my whole thing with the Combine is if you don't value, if you don't understand the value in it, then you just don't understand it. You know, because it's, it's not the be-all, end-all by any means. It's But it's a it's a pivotal part of the process and yes. just for background it, it started because of the medicals that's the most important part of this that's the whole reason there's a combine oh to begin with um and it's like well while we have all these guys here let's let's do some interviews let's do some workouts you know let's let's, let's do a whole thing and so uh it really evolved into this uh this workout haven for all these players but uh the headlines will be the 40 yard dashes and be some of these testing but you know, for the most part, it's about the medicals, it's about the interviews, um, and then the, the the testing portion of it, while important, it's, it's, it's more of a cross-checking exercise. It is, yeah. you know, peop, if, if you're fast, we already know you're fast, and your 40 times should just cement that. Now, if there's something wildly different, then you go back to the tape and try and figure it out. And, you know, I think last year was a good example of, 
making sure that uh, we're grading the player and not just the athleticism. Um, you know, I think about Keely Ringo. You know, he was a workout warrior, and it was like, I don't know what to do with him because the tape wasn't all that great, but, yeah, he's a big-time athlete. Yeah. Ends up falling to the fourth round, right? And The Northwestern defensive tackle from last year, the freakiest yes. uh, of all freaks, right? And Tommy, I mean, he was uh, yes, go- yes, yeah, yes, at a right? He was going yep. in the first round in mock drafts and ends up going what fourth round, fourth, I mean, fourth round so, of Colts, yep, yeah. And so, it's let's first and foremost, I was talking to a buddy about this, uh, this, this past week in their war room, um, it's, it's an AFC team in their war room. They have a, a sign that says, fall in love with the tape, not the tag. And mm. I think that's just, that's perfect. Because, you know, obviously the tag referring to the little thing that goes up on the draft board that says, has the player's name, but also height, weight, length, 40 time, whatever. You know, make sure we're falling in love with the tape and not just what that tag says. And so, you know, it's it's easy to maybe fall for some of these when you see these guys work out in person. But yeah. for the most part, it's like, okay, we, we have a initial draft board set these uh, this is what we're expecting from these players if someone looks wildly different than what we're expecting okay then we need to go back to the tape and figure it out but this combine process is one big cross-checking exercise for us to better understand these players and just put a little bit of data next to their name yeah it's the it's the outlier test it's the bumpers okay is it the threshold test the threshold test yes is it are you above this this weight this speed this agility test this bench press test something of that sort that we look at and are you are okay we're good oh you're exceptionally freaky okay that's notable wow you didn't Mm -hmm. play like that all right well i got (laughs) to double check or you look like you said you look like that on film okay cool that's what we thought thank you miles garrett for doing that vert jump you know you know those types of guys but then I, I think what you said too is like, okay, start with medicals, move to interviews. That's still the most important thing. And also this is the convention for football, especially at the professional level, the NFL yes. level. This is the convention for players, agents, coaches of all levels, uh, personnel members of all levels, us in the media uh, of all levels. Uh, I think that's, it's a football is a people business. I think sports are people businesses um, mm-hmm. in general. And I think that's what you have to remember. The combine is a people thing. It's about the people that you're interviewing, uh, whether that is at a restaurant or what you're doing at the combine with a coach or a player. And I think that always just comes back to it. And it's something once you're in the weeds of it, you're like, oh, okay, because it's nonstop. And the people there, it's like anyone you can think of, you can fathom that you want to cross or rub elbows with. It's yeah, you can do it there. And I think that's just why it is so important. That's why some of the, I understand that they like might, move it in a couple of years. I don't want to get into this discussion, but uh, yeah. I am <laughs> as the host uh, is that India is so walkable and that's what, that's the charm of it. And when you have everybody in a central location, when they talked about being in LA or something, I'm like, Oh, really? That just kind of takes away that part of the combine because you yeah. want so much interaction. There's nowhere else in the country that's better suited for the combine in Indianapolis. And it's not, and not just that, but in terms of the vicinity of everything, but just the yeah, there's over 300 MRIs that are done in a four day period. Like that's not easy to do. No, and so you need to have that type of equipment. And it, it there are other places in the country that can handle that. Um, you know, the first uh, it, the Star in Frisco is a place yeah. that yeah. I know they've been looking at as a possible destination. Uh, but the Star doesn't have um, sweet space, 
And, and you know, you for the big wigs, that, yeah. that's where all the teams are. And I don't know yeah. if uh, that, that'll necessarily work. Um, and, you know, OK, but then we're talking about we have to go all the way to Arlington and at, at the AT&T Stadium. Like, all right, then we lose that that walkability aspect of it. L.A. Yeah. Vegas. I mean, these these places are, are good venues for events, but the combine should be all about getting the work done and not necessarily making it into a, a full fledged fan event. So yeah, right. hopefully it's we're gonna be in Indy this year, next year, I believe that's what we're we're guaranteed. And then is, after yeah. that, who knows? But hopefully we just, you know, keep it going because it's uh hard hard to beat what what Indy offers. Right. Do the right thing. And I know it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a chain restaurant, but my my early tradition at the combines, I always go to the Roost Chris there. I I, I like the Roost Chris really? there. It's a it's a good one. Yeah, I know. I know St. Elmo's and I know the other spots there. I always just go to that one for some reason, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. I love the sizzling steak. A lot of butter, just nice, nice and fatty. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly that's, what I like. <laughs> a lot, Yeah, a lot of good steaks will be consumed this week. Yes, I promise yeah, you that. Baked potatoes, know. and of course, you'll get plenty of pictures of the shrimp cocktails. Not from me, but plenty of pictures of me. Them. Neither. I'm not. I'm not a shrimp cocktail guy. So, oh, you're not. But you're not much of seafood, rip. right? Uh, no, I mean I like some seafood, but no, I'm not big on on seafood. Um, cowboy ribeye, medium mm-hmm. rare. Yes, give it to me. You're, but, you're uh, full on ribeye guy. Oh yeah, I mean, okay. if you can do the do the tomahawk, if you have a chance to do the tomahawk, you do the tomahawk. Uh, but ribeye to me, easily the best cut of steak. Um, Got the grizzle. Yeah, it, it, it's flavor, man. I, yeah. I, I trying to convince my wife of that for the last ten years, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, you could go can't go wrong with a good fillet. Um, sometimes a good strip, but to me, yeah, ribeye is where it's at. They got yeah. They cook it right. It's good. That's why because it's such a sure. interesting piece of meat to cook. I that's why I love my wife that also enjoys steak. I love now getting to do mm-hmm. the porterhouse sometimes because now we get the, get the best of yep. both worlds and you get the bones. Get the fillet and the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and the strip because I like both of those as well. Yeah, but all right, enough steak. Uh, <laughs> for now, let's talk about some about, sizzle. Let's talk about some, some sizzle. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for the transition. We're going to quarterbacks. <laughs> that is exactly the sizzle. So the first category that we get in, and this is going to be a little bit more free flowing than this, but it's uh, who do you think will impress us the most at the quarterback position, Dane? Like, who are you keeping an eye on, most excited to watch? That's kind of what we're going to go for here as this guy or guys that we're going to be named. But the quarterback position, leave it to you, Dane, to start us off. I mean, it's it's hard not to just go with the top three guys, right? Uh, with, with Caleb Drake and uh, and Jane Daniels, I think all three of those guys are going to look really good throwing the football. Um, and I don't, I don't know if I haven't seen for sure if all three are throwing or not. But regardless, I think just seeing these guys go and work out will be will be great. And seeing these guys move will be all three of them should look good. They're all three really good athletes. Um, and, and you could even throw JJ McCarthy in there. Um, but I was kind of saving JJ for this the, the second category we have. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think just seeing all three because Caleb, Drake, and Jaden, we didn't see any of the three at the Senior Bowl. Obviously, we haven't seen really any of the three since before christmas it, it's been a while so mm-hmm. it's been two months let's get these guys back on the field and uh you know chance to check them out again absolutely that's i, I said if any of those guys throw that then that's it that's who i'm keeping an eye on that's who i'm excited to watch uh and if they run I, i'm excited to see what all three run uh, if they do yeah. i mean I, I you just don't know these days but uh no that's that's exactly what i'm saying i have not seen would, anything that they're, they're all- not they're all under in the four sixes or below, right? I mean, right. They're not. Oh yeah, that's that's what I'd estimate. Yeah, and Daniel's J- probably Jayden, faster. Right. Exactly. He's probably yeah. under four five five. Um, yeah. But yeah, all three of these guys would be tests as really good. You athletes. think Daniel's? This is the guy. I, the kind of 
people have asked me if I what I think he'll run. I've put mm-hmm. him at the Mariota speed, and I think Mariota okay. ran a four five two. That's, would you? That's pretty pretty good. Would, would you put over under on that? So you said more over under four five two. Um, there are times on film where I think he's faster than that. I um, yeah, I mean, some of the breakaway speed, like where he he looks. I mean, he's beating corners out there in the SEC with some of that breakaway speed. So I think he has it in him to beat mm-hmm. that. Um, it's all about the test. Now, depend. <laughs> yeah, yeah depends. You know, how how much is the quarterback? Is he really training for it? You know, getting down on a three point stance, mm-hmm. and you know that's a big factor in this. So with Jaden Daniels, if he's anywhere in the four fives, it's like all right, check that box, move on. You know, that's but it. could he get under four five two? Yeah, I think he has it has it in him to do it. I know I go back and forth because the exact that's exactly how my brain went. I was like, well, he might play yeah. faster than that, but that's how all quarterbacks are. Like right. Josh Allen ran what a four seven five, and then you watch him; he's running by everybody. Yeah, yeah. or Mahomes, you know, who's like the four eight. I think uh, all those guys run so much quicker. But uh, yeah, I, with the top guys run throw, I'm excited to watch all of them. Oh, I, I love watching all the guys throw. It's just all fun to watch them in succession too. Because then you just really get a feel That's for the it. time, the rhythm, just boom, boom, boom. So you really feel that and where the ball placement is with guys they haven't thrown with. That also yeah. Stroud and JSN cheated last year. I know they put on a freaking show. But I was they- going to say Stroud put on a he, – he was one of the best. I mean, I've been going in watching these quarterback workouts for 10 years now, and Stroud was probably one of the better ones I've seen. I mean, just yeah. it speaks to his rhythm and his ability to always be on balance. And, that, and that's why I think all three of these guys can absolutely – uh, put up a similar show if they got, get out there and throw the football. Yep. All right. So now going out to the other one. Uh, this isn't so, uh, so much negative, but who who needs a big no, yeah. week? Just like, again, keeping an eye on, but someone that maybe has to exceed expectations or prove something, put a stamp on something this week. Yeah. And I, I think of this category as just like, you know, most approved, you know, yeah. and th- there's these draft narratives create themselves almost, um, it, you know, and they're just all over the place. It's like wildfire. It just takes off and has a life of its own. And J.J. McCarthy uh, from Michigan is one of those guys that there's certain schools of thought and others, and just the wide-ranging opinions are all over the place. And for him, first of all, what is he going to weigh in at? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, is he going to be over under, you know, six, two and a half, um, you know, is he going to be over under two ten? What are the exact size measurements with him? And then just getting, seeing the body type and then just seeing him out there throwing the football, um, you know, showing that, yeah, he's kind of looked at as the fourth guy, but maybe can he do anything on the field with his workouts to say, Hey, this is a four quarterback class. This isn't the top three. And then, you know, we'll see where I go. This is a four quarterback class, and I should be included in the top ten conversation. Yeah, McCarthy is the easy answer because that steam. I really do think he is building us. I think again, as you watch all these games in succession, it really he really grows on you as you get to watch him. At least in my estimation. Uh, but I think oh, yeah. the Daniels and McCarthy thing, like you said, be this is a four quarterback thing. I actually think it's closer than people are realizing right now as we go into this week, and this is a way that it gets even closer. Um, but I, I, yeah, he, he's the number one, I think just everything about him, hand size, weight, <laughs> speed, yes. uh, what are those measurables? Um, and of course the interviews I know are going to be huge that all these, that's the key. That's the, yeah. All but especially guys. with McCarthy, cause that's yeah. the thing I keep, I keep beating that drum that once coaches talk to, uh, JJ McCarthy, that's going to be something that could help Love. separate him because right. the intangible factor with him. And that's not to say that these other guys are lacking, but JJ just, uh, that talking to scouts that have talked to him and you know it's they, they don't have a ton of face time with him considering he was a junior and you know so there's still a little bit of 
um, you know, some things he needs to answer there. But uh, yeah, that that's really going to set him apart. And obviously, we don't we're not a fly on the wall in, in those rooms when you know sits down with the coaching staff and the play caller and the GM and all that. But we'll hear about it, you know. And yeah. it's lying season, but at the same time, I, I do think we'll we'll get some of the truths out of how those interviews go. But yeah, in terms of most approved. J.J. McCarthy just saying, proving himself as, hey, and I'm one of these top guys. And and it's also fair to remember for every, all these teams, they're, they're not all going to have the same one through four. They're going to be it. wildly different quarterback rankings from team to team. And you just you don't know how each team's going to necessarily think with what they're prioritizing and what they look at the quarterback position. What do they value necessarily? So, um, yeah, it, it's I don't think. We're, I'm sure there are going to be people coming away from the combine saying these are the quarterback rankings. This is what it. There's no such thing as consensus with these guys, and I, I think the combine will kind of back that up. Yeah, we get into it because more maybe more public facing. We I'm just saying general media, but it's the. I had a, a scout a scout text me this week. And he just says consensus is hilarious. That's all he texted me about. And he was just saying it's just hilarious yeah. to look at when we we come out of our caves and look at what the, what's what, what's kind of going on right there. But yeah. yeah, the testing is so huge for these guys. It's the most important position for that. I mean, all the positions for interviews are, but a quarterback more than ever. How does this guy fit? How do we like? Can you take co- tough coaching? Can you take that kind of criticism? You just don't know, and it's a lot of it's hearsay. Also, can you get them off the scripted answers? That's always like fun to hear how people try to yeah. do that <laughs> uh, through the grapevine as well. And the, with the quarterbacks, you put them on the you put their uh, tape on the screen and say, okay, what are you looking at here? Because yeah. that, that's one of the biggest variables when you scout the quarterback position is just understanding what he's being asked to do. Um, and it's not always easy to figure that part out just by watching. And I mean. It, you played the position. You you've been scouting quarterbacks for for a long time, and I'm sure you would agree that sometimes you watch a film and you're just kind of sometimes you're not sure, uh, you, and you have to make educated guesses based off of what the, what your eyes are telling you. Mm-hmm. But getting these guys in the room, putting the film on, and him actually the player going through. Okay, my reads were this. My hot was this. My the, the check was this, and it, based off of you know the, the defensive alignment, based off of the coverage, it, all these things help give you a better understanding of how their mind works. That's it. That, that I keep coming back to it. It's so much fun. But that I did that interview with Stroud, and right. the first clip I looked at, I, it was again he got to an answer against two man that I, was so unusual to me as a traditional answer, and I thought the whole time he was looking at a safety. And then he explains it and he was looking at the linebackers mm. and that blew my mind. I was like, Oh shoot. And that's why you got to talk to him because that right. I already thought what he did was advanced. And that to me was like, Oh God, that's, that's a whole next step that you're looking down low and seeing high at the same time. That's yeah. That's, that's why he's him and I'm here. Uh, but the, the one last thing I want to say before we get off quarterbacks is I'm also curious in a good way, what Caleb's hand size is. Mm. I think, I think he's got big hands, like big hands. And I'm yeah. like, because just watching him and just seeing the pump fakes he can do and everything and just watching all the succession doing that article, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious. I, I think you might have Russ where it's like that 10 and a quarter. It's like that right. freaky, freaky hand size where you can do that stuff. So, yeah, I was curious, curious about that. So any, anything over 10 is a great number oh, yeah. uh, for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So uh, and Penix, he was up there, too. I think it was what 10 and five eighths, I believe. I think so. so. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Which actually, yeah. there's sidearm, which is usually when you see a guy throw sidearms because they have small hands. That's uh, yeah. right. Uh, but and it, Caleb, he, he led the nobody had more fumbles the last three right. years in college football than Caleb. So, <laughs> which is know, usually the the, the, the golf <laughs> right. Culpepper thing. Yeah, with the small right. hands. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. So that's what I'm curious about. All right. We're going to running backs. Usually I go to receivers, switching it up. Going to running backs. What are the running backs or which running back or who are the running backs that you think will impress you the most or you keep an eye on this week, Dane? Wide open. Definitely several candidates you can go with here. Um, One of the guys that I can't wait to see is uh, Jalen Wright, uh, Tennessee uh, running back. True Junior came out, was supposed to be at the Senior Bowl. Then, uh, you know, uh, but I I think the biggest thing with him is he's known as a speed guy. I mean, he was a 100-meter champ uh, coming out of high school he's there, there's a lot to like about his speed and let's see if he can back it up with some of the, the times. And so um, I want to see Jalen, uh, Jalen Wright, see if he can impress the way we think he's capable of. Um, so yeah, he's definitely one of them. What about you? Who do you got uh, guys uh, you think are going to impress? Um, if he is testing and I'm not exactly sure um, what is he right now, but Trey Benson, uh, from Florida State. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Is because just watching him, how explosive he is, that's the name of his game. And uh, yeah. So if he is testing, that that's who I want. I, I think we'll have a huge week. I think he'll be explosive and and really, really light it up, especially at his weight. I think that might be an impressive uh, showing. Yeah. And the other thing with him is will be the medicals. Medicals. The yes. With the knee. I mean, he had a. Um, so he was at Oregon first before he transferred to uh, Florida State. He had a major knee injury, non-contact in practice. Um, it was what the ACL, the MCL, the lateral, the medial meniscus, um, and so. But this was, you know, at this point three years ago. Um, yeah. So he and he's played plenty of football since then. But just for teams to better understand where the knee is, that that'll be a big factor for him. Yeah, and you know. That, that- Here's also my quasi answer for the second category, but that, uh, any, that's any, yeah, yeah. <laughs> any other guys that you're uh, keeping an eye on? Uh, also, uh, I want to double check is how you say his name. Also, so this is uh, this is for me. One for me, one for you. Uh, uh, Audric Estime, Estime, uh, Estime, yeah. Uh, Audric, Estime. Audric Estime, Estime. Okay, we're good. Yeah, Estime, you got it. Estime, we're good. Okay, Audric Estime. Also, I think he could be a, have an impressive week because he has even with his big size, he actually is more like a finesse back. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he likes to bounce stuff. I actually think, well, not saying his vision is bad or anything, but he can bounce stuff and actually get to the outside. So maybe he puts on a, a good showing and some of the testing. And I think that maybe rise up a little bit. Yeah, well, and he, I mean, he's to me, estimate is a top five back in this class. And it's just a matter of, you know, where, you know, does right. he go early or late two? Does he go mid third? You know, figuring out the where exactly he goes. But, you know, he reminds me of a little bit of uh, Chris Carson uh, when he was, you oh, know, some yeah. of his heyday Same in size. Seattle where, I mean, he's he's physical, powerful runner, but he's also got some juice. Um, yeah. And, you know, he's, yeah, I, I, I do think that in terms of just looking at him, estimate is one of the most impressive. I mean, dude is yoked up. Um, he is really impressive just looking at him, but he had, I think he ranked third in all of college football, uh, this year in, uh, runs, uh, carries of over 20 yards. Um, so, I mean, he, plenty of big, uh, big t- explosive plays on his tape. Uh, like number one in the FBS, in, uh, in terms of yards per carry, he was at, uh, I think 6.4 yards this year. So uh, th- a lot to like about estimate and how he should test. Um, I think, you know, test better than some people are giving him credit for. 
Um, in terms of most to prove, I do think Blake Corum it, it falls in that category. Yes. Like in ter- when you watch the tape, I, he is one of the most impressive backs in this class. Yep. But well, you know but. he's yeah he's undersized in terms of uh, you know short and squatty. Uh, what does that mean in terms of his speed? What does that m- mean in terms of some of the short area uh, the, the change of direction drills? He has lateral quickness. I, I mean he's agile. I have no doubts about that. But in terms of his testing, where exactly will it uh, will that put him in comparison to some of the running backs that are also in this class? So his urgency that he plays with, the decision making that he plays with, that's what really separates him on tape. How will his testing numbers? Because he doesn't need to be the best tester; he just needs to be, you know, okay, check the box type threshold. Of thing. Yeah, like you yes, said, threshold. Exactly. He's that's he was number one with a bullet for me. Um, also, probably teams are going to be interested to watch his or look at his medicals as well, just because of wear and tear and sure. he's had an injury as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's just needs to show that he has some juice left to squeeze. <laughs> that's it. It's tread on tires for not a gigantic back and looking. Okay, so what what do we got here? Like, what can yes. you run right here? Waking up in Indy right now. What, what do you got? So yeah, I, I love the player. It's just that trying to be always realistic about what he does test and what he does run, and like you said, make make that threshold. And I, uh, I think with these running backs too, just catching the ball of the backfield, um, oh yeah. you know, who who looks really natural doing it, um, you know, going through all these different drills that they do. Because I, I really think there's a log jam of these running backs. I, I when we talked about my to my top 100, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any running backs in the top 70, and then in the final 30, like 70 to 100, I had like eight, you know, and so it's just it's a log jam of guys with similar grades. Yep. Can anyone, any of those guys do anything at the combine that really separates them? Um, yep. And then a few late round guys, um, Isaac uh, Garendo from Louisville, former Wisconsin Badger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a big time track guy. Um, and so I won't be surprised at all if he tests off the charts with uh, with not only the 40, but some of the explosive numbers, the jumps, things like that. So look for him to have a, uh, he might come away from, Next or this week as a quote unquote winner, and then you know one of my favorite day three backs this year is Tyrone Tracy uh, from Purdue, and I, I I'm looking Just for a, a good week from him as well. So keep keep an eye on the uh, Tyrone Tracy and, and Grendo. I like that uh, a Grendo man. Blast from the past for me. But uh, that, speaking of Badgers, mm-hmm. I'm actually would just say most approved. I'm curious what Braylon Allen's forty is if you're on. Yeah, that that the, I think he he's got more speed to him. But what is it? Uh, then people es- uh, estimate, estimate. Now that words in my head, uh, <laughs> what people are predicting. I think he's another big back that can that can move a bit. I think you know also weight too. I think maybe I was gonna say more. over under two thirty eight. What do you? What, what do you oh, that's best? exactly what I was hoping he'd be at. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I think he'll be under because this is combine okay. training. Yeah, you know, right. and but I that's literally what I was gonna say. It's like I wish he would drop about eight pounds. That that's because mm. I think he was two forty five, yeah. So like two thirty seven, right around there. I think that'd be perfect kind of uh, uh, weight for him. But uh, Bucky Irving as well, yeah. uh, from Oregon. What's your size? He's what's short, and so yeah. what is he? He probably gonna be right around one ninety five. I don't. It'll be tough with him with size and just mm. you know how much can you trust him? Um, you know he's not gonna be an every down back, but making sure that he's not a specialized back. You know he can be on that's the field it. in any situation, that type of thing. So. But I think, yeah, Bucky Irving is right there in that mix as one of the uh, – he's a top 100 guy. It's just a matter of how early and uh, where exactly he should go. But um, I, and one thing I think just for any everybody, if, if you love the combine, if you're interested in these guys, 
take mental notes in terms of what you expect each one of these guys to run mm-hmm. and based off of the film. And that way it just, it helps instead of reacting to uh, what they're running, just ha- make sure you have that expectation for going into it. So if they do run very differently than what you thought, it, it just uh, helps you in your process as you, you know, maybe that's I need great. to go back and look at more, or maybe just a better tester. Sometimes that's the case. That's a great point. My dad, but even when you sit in the stands watching the linemen run the forties, cause he just sits by himself. Mm-hmm. He uh, liked to test his numbers based on what the official times was. That was his game yeah. always. <laughs> but same thing because sure. he was just like, hey, I'm do- I'm testing. I'm going to rep in, but also I'm-, I'm guessing what that guy actually ran, all that kind of stuff. So same exact kind of thing. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Going to the receivers, keeping mm-hmm. with the sizzle. <laughs> who who do you think will impress you the most? The receiver or the wideouts? Are they still WO on uh I think so. Comp? Okay, the yeah. W the wideouts uh, at the combine. Who do you think will impress you the most? I mean, I, if this is like the quarterbacks, it's I'm cheating, but it's hard not to the just guys. go with the top three guys with yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Roma Dunze, and you know, like Marvin Harrison Jr. We know, you know, the the tape is great, production's great, but he also has freaky traits. And according to the freaks list, he ran a three nine four short shuttle, which is That's if he ran point. it. Anything in like four two range would be good for him, but if he gets under four, um, a three nine four, that's like Odell that's, Beckham. I mean, that's yeah. crazy. Um, and so if he's able to do that, that'd be pretty impressive. League neighbors, we know, uh, is a freaky guy. And then Roma Dunze, I mean, he was in the spring. Uh, I, the scout said that he weighed him at two seventeen. So what is he? What is Roma Dunze going to be at the combine in terms yeah. of weight? And, you know, he's a former, uh, you know, track guy in high school. One, I mean, he had one of the best 200 meters uh, in in this draft class. So where does he match up uh, with his speed? He should be, if you if you tell me over-under on Roma Dunze is 4-4-5, four, four, mm. I think I'm taking the under. I, I think, think so he's, too. yeah. And, we're, and if he comes in. He knows in, how to start. That's, that's the key. Rest, yes. And if yeah. he comes, if he's close to 220, um, he runs that time. I mean, we're he's just only helping himself and cementing himself as that uh, top ten type of receiver. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna he's gonna move a little bit because yeah, it, those guys the guys that have those track backgrounds they know the start on this. It's not just a month that's, or two of training. That's key. Yeah. Yeah. They were playing ba- other guys that played baseball and basketball and stuff. They have to learn this stuff, so these guys get it right nope. there. But no, I think he's he's gonna fly. I'm curious with Brian Thomas Jr. as well from LSU, yeah. and and because I think he could put on a show. Uh, yeah. But I was right there with you. I just said the yeah the guys at the top. I'm excited to see what neighbors can run because his tape is just ridiculous and and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So also Ad Mitchell uh, from yep. Texas that I uh, just want to see how he tests. Uh, I think it could be interesting, and I'm I'm really he's really grown on me. Uh, so I, I'm yeah want to see if that steam can keep it up. Who do you think needs a big week? Who uh, who 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 on the on the other side or who you kind of you know must approve a little bit. I think Keon Coleman, um, Florida State, he yep. needs he needs a big week. Um, and we know he ha- he's a basketball athlete. We know he 
can be dominant at the catch point. That, that's kind of his calling card. Uh, but can he, and the biggest thing for him will be his development as a route runner, which I don't know that we necessarily will see here at the combine, but it's okay. Does he at least have the juice that this is something we can work with? And so the, the top end speed will be, uh, big with him. And then some of the movement stuff. Um, so Keon Coleman definitely falls in that category. And then I I throw Jalen Polk in there too. Washington receiver. How fast is he? Um, Polk does a lot of things really well, uh, but is he have the the four four speed that we're looking for at receiver, or is, is he a four five four guy? You know, and so I, I know it, like on tape he plays more like a four five low four five guy, uh, but if he's able to get a little more juice out of that, I think it'll help himself. Oh, if he breaks four or five, that that'll be huge for him. Yeah, he yeah. was one for me because yeah, I love love the player. Just not sure with that top end speed. So I'm get caught a couple times uh, <laughs> when he right. was out in space. So yeah, just curious. I I in general went Florida State receivers: Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson. Um, Johnny Wilson. Uh, we're, we're talking about tight ends. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we can do that. <laughs> you think it is a tight end? His. I, he- He's 240 pounds, and we I don't know. have many 240 pound receivers. There's so not. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. What was his name? That transition tight end, uh, Funches, uh, from Devin Funches, uh, yeah. Devin Funches Michigan, yeah. from Michigan, uh, and went to Carolina, I believe. No, that's, uh, that's a no. good. That's a good name to put in that. that that's bucket, who I though, yeah. recall. Uh, yeah, and should have been the other Florida State guy, Calvin Benjamin. Uh, but the but John, yeah. <laughs> but Johnny Wilson, I loved his tape way more than I thought I would going in. I uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's more route running to him. He's a little uh, soft at the catch point, which is not what you want to see from a six, seven yeah. guy. Also thought maybe, you know, Jordan Travis could give him a little more jump ball, get it up there a little bit for him. You know, maybe right. not so many line drives to a six, seven guy, but um, his route running, he's a great dig runner randomly, mm-hmm. uh, which surprised me. Uh, but I thought I was, he's a guy that I've gone so high and low on. Not just say so high and low, but I've trained, I've moved a lot on him with my grade, but um, liked him a little bit more, but God, I want to see what he tests. Of course, getting six, seven, 240 pounds moving is tough. And yeah, I think the tight end transition would make a lot more sense or into a kind of a quasi power slot type of role, but he has more right. to him than I thought. So, yeah. And, yeah. and he, he could run a four, six, one, and it wouldn't be surprising. He could run right. a four, five, six. I mean, it, there, yeah, there feels like a wide range of, of outcomes for his 40. You never know. Um, big guys. <laughs> it's just that, they well, because those long strides that you yep. have so much grass quickly. And, um, a couple of the names I wanted to mention, uh, who I expect to test really well, Roman Wilson from Michigan, uh, big time track guy coming out of okay. Hawaii. And he can move. Uh, obviously, he's got speed. He's got short area quickness. I think he's Roman twitchy. Wilson has a yeah. chance to. Yeah, and he was he was a top fifty guy in, in my top one hundred. So I mean, he's already up there. Uh, I don't think he's going to get into the first round, but I do think he can cement himself as kind of that early to mid second round guy. Um, Xavier Worthy, the other Texas mm-hmm. receiver, needs a big week because his whole thing is speed. That that's what really separates him is some of the suddenness at the top of breaks and, and then his ability to win deep uh, just with pure speed. So can he run uh, what he's expected to run? And then I throw Malachi Corley in there as well because I think he's he, he's known as that that Debo Samuel type of receiver where it's I'm just going to bowl my way over you. I'm going to win with physicality. And yes, he does do that. But I mean, he's also has some speed. So I, if he runs in the four. Four fours, like I think he on when some of this some of this film when he has a chance to really stretch out his stride, he looks like a you know four 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 type of athlete, and so I want to see if he can uh, put that time on the stopwatches um, down there in uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium, and then two late 
later round guys that I think could really uh, blaze uh, with what they do on, at the combine. Tulu Griffin from Mississippi State. Um, I mean, his, his kick returner. Um, yeah. you know, he, he's, he's got some speed. And then Anthony Gould from uh, Oregon State, another okay. uh, big-time track guy. So both those guys are more later-round players, but I expect big times out of both. I like that. I like that. No, those are good. The uh, Yeah. Get ready for, this is one of the guys. Uh, I like the Malachi Corley one because, yeah, all the yak stuff he creates, but it's like, okay, if that's going to be the name of your game, let's have some real juice right. with it. So I like that one a lot. Going to the, the other pass catchers or Johnny Wilson's future position, the tight ends. Uh, <laughs> at this position this is where guys can put on shows here so yeah, yeah. so uh, maybe even this tight end class so who are the guys that you're keeping an eye on this week dane uh so uh, in terms of what or um you know who we expect to test well i mean brock bowers almost fits for both these categories right i mean because he's right I, I the way he plays he should test really well um but it's like, okay, he's so well thought of that he also has something to prove in terms of, okay, what's what's his weight going to be? What is the size, exact size dimensions? Is he going to be over under, you know, 235? I mean, he might be, he, he's going to be smaller than Johnny Wilson. <laughs> so, you know, it's just right. wh- what exactly thing. are the measurables, height, weight, speed with, with Brock Bowers? I, I know what it looks like on film, uh, but just getting those on paper will be interesting with him. Um, I'm interested to see Cade Stover from Ohio State. Obviously, we haven't seen yep. him in a while. Uh, d- d- wasn't a senior bowl guy. He was dealing with – he was banged up all season, um, played through it. So, hopefully, he's in a better place now where he can actually get out there and run. I, I think he's a better athlete than he's given credit for, but this is his chance to really show that uh, with some of the times that he can put on uh, put out there. Um, J- Jared Wiley from TCU. I think this is a guy that – he's one of my favorite – under the radar players okay. this year. I mean, if there's one tight end in this class who is not talked about enough, it's it's Jared Wiley. Um, I'll, I'll put it this way: if he's one of the first three tight ends drafted, wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah. I think he has that in him okay. uh, because he he could be a true Y. I mean, he's six six and a half, two hundred and sixty pounds. He I'm could be in. that true Y, but he's got a little more juice to him than. I think you would expect from a guy like that. I expect him to run somewhere in the four sixes. Um, He looked really good at the senior bowl. Um, So Jared Wiley, if he ends up being a day two pick and one of the first three or four tight ends drafted, I I don't think that should, it won't surprise me. And I'm I'm trying to kind of get that out there. So if it does happen, people aren't too surprised. I get the uh, Jumanji beat. A little louder. No, that uh, I like that one a lot. No, Stover was mine as well. I, I like yeah. you said, the guy has transitioned from several positions. Usually, guys that do that have some mm-hmm. athletic threshold from the coaches. Are, okay, we gotta get this guy on the field somehow. Um, also, yeah. a big time recruit and stuff. So he has that pedigree. So yeah, Stover is a guy. Also, that's all right. If your tape's not all the way there, and I'm gonna take a chance on you, especially in the top 100 picks. All right, are you at least the athlete to bet on that that we can keep developing? Um, Jatavion Sanders from Texas. I yes. uh, just can he, you know, prove it. Okay. All right. If you're receiving mm-hmm. only tight end, even though his blocking is a little bit better than I gave him credit for, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, can you be the athlete that we think you are? That that's, that's a guy that I, I'm excited to see as impress me, but also prove it to me uh, as well. Um, I liked, I like the TCU shout out that that's great. I I'm all in on the wide tight end stuff. So I I'm about that for me, for a guy that I think uh, needs a big week or something to prove. 
is another guy that has some that wide tight end uh, maybe potential is the AJ Barner from Michigan. Uh, mm. Because another one, I want to see what how much juice do you have? Can you be yeah. more than just a safety net type of receiving option? I think he can. I, I like his hands. I think he's a decent athlete, but I, I really like his tape. He's a guy that, again, has grown on me throughout the season. I'll probably end up in, I don't think I'll end up doing 100 for my big board. I think it's going to be like 50 or somewhere around there. But like if I did 100, I think he would sneak in for me. I know I've talked to you about that. But uh, any other tight ends that you're curious about a big week or you think that most prove? It, it, it's definitely, I, I agree with you on Barner because he, I mean, he, take out the Michigan State game and, uh, this year, he didn't go over 30 yards receiving in 14 games. So he's just a guy that didn't. They, they, well, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't let him really shine. Um, yeah. But when he was targeted, good things usually happen. So you know, I, I don't. He's a little lighter than I think what you traditionally want in a Y. But and, and again, he doesn't have that playmaking receiving resume. But he's a really good athlete. He has pass catching upside. Um, he has the play personality, so he can handle run blocking duties. So I do think that he has a lot of the traits you're looking for. The position, it's just you just want to see a little bit more of that because I don't I don't know that we saw we weren't able to see enough, especially in the receiving game um, at Michigan. Um, two names I, I wanted to mention: um, Tip Ryman from Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an ascending player. Uh, he's uh, he was a four year guy, former walk on out of South Dakota, uh, walked on at Illinois. He's yeah. up to 275 pounds. Um, this guy is, he is a, he keeps growing. I mean, he is a, he's an animal in, in the weight room and the, he keeps growing without losing that athleticism. And so really raw as a route runner, really raw in a lot of areas. The, another guy like Barner doesn't have a ton of production, mm-hmm. but when he, when he, you know, that he's got good tape when, when he's targeted. So I, I'm really interested to see tip Ryman and maybe he could help himself. Same thing with, uh, Tanner McLaughlin, uh, from, from Arizona, um, basketball background. Um, I, he was another supposed to be a senior bowl guy, but, uh, wasn't able to go. I, I really liked him and, you know, that early day three range as, uh, you know, this, this tight end, I don't, or this tight end class. I don't think I gave it enough credit for some of the, some of the depth, um, you know, it's Brock Bowers, then there's a gap and, you know, JT Sanders, uh, maybe he's probably tight end two, then a gap. But I do think that there's better depth in rounds three through five than I initially gave this, uh, this class credit for. Yeah. And shoot, even watching the running backs, I actually was like, okay, I agree with you. That's mostly kind of more third round ish, fourth round ish guys. Right. There's like a lot of that. But I kind of maybe bumped them up a little bit. Like, you know, it was more like, oh, these guys are all 80s, 90s types of tiers, guys, exactly how you have it. Okay, maybe more, maybe the late second, I would take a chance on this guy or X guy, but for the running backs at least. But I'm with you on the tight ends. There's more of these guys that are even legit wise than I mm-hmm. usually gave credit for. I mean, especially compared to class maybe a couple of years ago, like the Trey McBride class, where mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, right, any of these guys, uh, Kate Otten, I guess, you know, like uh, uh, Jeremy right. Rucker. I guess like, you know, UCLA like, kid, you were like, ah, yes, you know, he, he's right. It, it's, it's hard to find the guys that can grow into a Y, um, yeah. even if they don't necessarily check every box. Uh, but I think we have a few of those guys this year that you at least have some, some hope, some developmental hope for them. Yeah, absolutely. Which is all tight end position, uh, as I'm sure a lot of people want to talk about, but the, we grow into offensive line. Just generalize this one again with the combine. The, you know, just the group. Uh, but this way, this week, who are you checking out other than like all of these guys? They're going to be hard to miss. <laughs> but <laughs> who, do you, who do you keep an eye on this week, Dane, at the offensive line position? 
<laughs> I, I can't wait to see Amarius Mims. Uh, yeah, just the Georgia tackle. And this guy is just, uh, he's a freak of nature. Yeah. We've been talking about it since August. Uh, 6'7", 330. I, I can't wait to see his official length. I'm expecting nothing short of 40 inches. Um, no, I, I think it'll be more <laughs> like uh, anything over 34 and a half will be great. I, I think he'll get there. Um, th- he is yeah. he's crazy uh, just in, in terms of tools. He's just, it's hard. It, it, this is exactly what you want him to look like. And I, it would be interesting to just see him out there moving around and how yeah. that looks compared to these other guys. Same thing with Tyler Guyton. I think Guyton's going to test really well. Sua Matia from, uh, from BYU. BYU. I, I think he's going to test off the charts uh, as well. So those three guys, maybe, you know, there are holes in their tape. But if they test like we expect them to, it's going to keep them floating in that first round because – you know, you can do some freaky things, you know, get us, get our offensive line coach with you and coach him up. I mean, to me, Mims is one of the biggest wild cards in this draft. He could be, he could go 10th overall or 30th overall. And neither would really surprise me because he has eight starts to his name. But he's so, if you want to bet on the traits, totally understand five years from now, he might be the best tackle from this class. Uh, but there is obviously more of a, a a risk variance here because of the the lack of body of work with him. So Mims will be fascinating, and I'll be interested to see if we learn if we come away from the combine feeling any better or worse about trying to project him forward. Yeah, I I, I think just even too with him, it's not he doesn't have a lot of tape, but he's not like a total. Oh, we have to start from the ground up project. Right he, right. he has good football play to him. And that's what makes mm-hmm. him so exciting. It's like, holy crap, you're already doing this with eight starts, like you said. Um, I, I totally agree. He has the talent of a top 10 pick, an easy one, not even a stretch of yep. one. So with you, I kind of had him as a who needs a big week or kind of one of those, you know, um, because of medicals, interviews overall, testing, could he put on a show, yada, yada. So I really said, I'm, what I'm keeping an eye on is I just want to watch all these guys on the field. There's so many good tackles and interesting tackles, projects or more polished ones. So even guys like at the top, like Alt or Fashanu, like I want to see what they look like. I want to see what Latham looks like. I want to see um, from Alabama. I want Fuaga, uh, the the centers. Yes. You know uh, what? What do they look like? What does Zach Frazier do? Um, if he if he is on there, I, I know he's coming back from the stuff. But any of these guys that uh, that get on the field, I just want to see him because I think it's a really really fun class. I'll just transition that. A guy that I do think needs a big, big week on the field and with his testing is J.C. Latham uh, because yes. of his body type and having to be a tackle that I, I think he uh, more than holds his own out there. I'm not like, we're, oh, this guy's instantly a guard, but his body type looks like a guard. He, he's built mm-hmm. like a globe. Um, so those cone drills to me are going to be so important watching him yes. specifically. How does he just even move like a tackle? I know that sounds like aesthetics, but it's so feels real. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real thing that you have to watch and how these guys move. So. What's his length as well? I think that he's going to be fine with it. I'm also just excited if he bench presses because I, yep. I just want to see if he can hit that 40 number. Uh, but that's a guy that uh, the, throughout the week I think is um, needs to put on a show because to just ease concerns that, oh, he has to be a guard because I, I really like his tape. Uh, but any for you uh, at any of these offensive line positions because we go like 20 of them. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Beebe, uh, Kansas State. Yeah. You know, I think he's – when you – watch his film you don't come away thinking this is an elite athlete i mean you're impressed by the play strength by the some of the technical stuff um yep yeah but i think that he has more athleticism than we're giving him credit for and i think he'll be able to show that um and if he does then i mean he he could really help himself and also arm length um if the over under is 32 
probably taking the under with, wow, with him. Really? And, and he really that, is that's, SpongeBob. Yeah. Right. And that's something that uh, is, you know, we'll see. Um, I, I, I'm not 100% sure what his arm length is going to be. But like I said, if it's 32 over under, I'm probably taking the under. And um, yeah, that's just, but he plays well with it. Um, you yeah. know, he, he's very controlled with it. Good hands. I want to see. Yeah. yeah um, the other guy, Cedric Van Pran from Georgia, um, who has a, obviously a ton of tape as a three year starter at Georgia. Um, he's he's more of a mediocre athlete than a great athlete but you know i just want to see what how he tests how he moves out there um you know does he look controlled does he look balanced in his in his movements how's the change of direction look like so just want to see him better uh especially compared to jackson powers johnson and um bo limmer from arkansas who should test really well um how does he compare to these other centers in this class in terms of just being an athlete yeah, uh, uh, you had the line from the AFC team about you know the tape first and everything center right. more than any other position. That oh, yeah. is, I've read numerous studies or that that position has the lowest kind of correlation between athleticism and success. Uh, so it's like in the weirdest way, the interviews with the center is more than anything. I've heard the stories mm. um, from both sides of this, which is actually pretty funny because I know the guy. But Travis Frederick in his interview with the Cowboys, uh, Bill Callahan just went to war with him. Basically it was just like he threw the whole, you know, textbook at him, the whole <laughs> phone book at him and Travis didn't miss, miss a beat. And so and I remember he had a poor testing. Remember? I think he ran like a five, yeah. four. He only had like 18 bench reps at three, whatever, 300 and something pounds. It was a um, big deal when the Cowboys took him first round. Cause everyone yes. thought they were reaching uh, yes. on this, on the center. And, uh, the Cowboys botched that first round where they traded back and, you know, there was a whole big thing. And then they ended up like with Travis won. Frederick and yeah, Man, it, it worked out okay. <laughs> it worked out okay. But yeah. uh, but that sticks to me. A guy I've talked about many times on this show, Rodney Hudson, it tested mm-hmm. terribly as an athlete. And again, a long career and a really good career. The, so center is just such a funny position because it is a trusted tape. I think safety was the other position where like athleticism like didn't always mm. correlate because maybe we could talk about that a little bit, but, <laughs> uh, but don't want to, don't quote me so much on that one. But uh, yeah, the going to the other side, that's a lot of offensive guys. I, I like your uh, uh, the Georgia Center one because, again, that's why I wanted to bring up the athleticism stuff because he does have a lot of similarities to some guys that have come out recently. Uh, yeah. uh, Lloyd Cushenberry is a, another good one. That, that yeah, the Michigan of, kid last year. Uh, yes, I was with Seattle. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, there's others I'm thinking about. Even yeah. Juice Scruggs a little bit. Uh, mm. uh, who's with Houston now? He went to the Houston. second round, which was yeah, surprising. But I liked you know, him. He, he played. <laughs> he played well when he was on he the did, field this he year. He had to play so. guard. Yeah. yeah, they they had him right. at guard, so he he held up. But yeah, uh, that's a great shout out. Going to the defense line. Finally, get to the defense. Fifty minutes into the show, this is how we do it here. We know we we know it grabs the numbers. Uh, but defensive line. I just went defensive line here. Uh, we have the edge as well, but. Uh, so interior guys, uh, who you got to keep an eye on, who you think would press the most? I'm probably some gap shooting guys, maybe that will maybe uh, jump up here this week. So my, uh, by the time you're listening to this, um, I, I think my combine preview will be up on the athletic. I actually talked with Byron Murphy um, out of oh, Texas, sweet. and you know, kind of because this dude's a freak, and yeah. I think he's going to show it this week. And I was asking him about what he's hoping to do, and you know, he's th- he's over 300 pounds. Um, for his 40 yard dash, he wants to get into four eights, um, in, you know, he bench press, he wants at least 35. Uh, (laughs) and he he told me his three cone and short shot and all that. I mean, these are some freaky numbers if he hits them, uh, like I think everyone thinks he's capable of. Um, so it's just another, 
you know, check the box. Because again, he has the the tape, he has the production, led Texas in pressures this year. Um, and I, I think that if he tests like uh, we're, we're expecting, uh, Byron Murphy will uh, certainly help himself as being one of the, the best uh, defensive players in this entire draft. Um, Johnny Newton, I kind of I reported uh, a couple days ago how he's dealing with a foot, had surgery in January, so we won't be able to see him out there. Uh, he was one that was hoping to yeah. see what his testing numbers would be, um, but we probably won't get numbers on him until probably what April at, at the earliest. Um, yeah, I mean, because he, he can move. Uh, but I, Murphy, in terms of the lower body twitch, it's just different. I mean, he, he, Brian, uh, Byron Murphy moves differently than every other defensive tackle in this he class. So he can he, he, the, the power through his frame and, but then also the, the body twitch that he has is so, so impressive. Yeah. Um, same thing with Chris Jenkins from Michigan. Uh, you know, obviously people know him as the son of a pro bowler, but he's got such a different body type than his dad. I mean, he's. 60, 70 pounds lighter than his dad. Yeah. Uh, when his dad was playing with Carolina, uh, you know, he's more of the muscle twitch, uh, can control the point of attack, but I'm going to, I'm going to win with my, my quickness. And so I think, uh, Chris Jenkins will have a good, uh, good week. Uh, are we including edge in this as well? Or are we just going defensive tackle? Just going defensive tackle to start. Okay. Those, yeah. those two guys, Murphy and Jenkins, so, I like and that. I, maybe Michael Hall, throw him in there. Oh, that was, get off that stuff. Was gonna be mine. Yeah. That's, yeah, I was yeah. actually questioning you. I was going to, it was going to be more my answer slash question for you is like, how do you just think Michael Hall might test? Because watching him, that's his name of his game is being yeah. explosive and winning right at the snap and all that. Uh, another guy watching the offensive line that was like 51 just made another play. 51 just created a pressure, even if sometimes the box score wasn't always there. I think you even said that, um, but it was just, and you're right up on him. Cause I was like, yeah, yeah Dane has him in his top hundred. I remember you mentioning him, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious what he tests because his, his tapes a lot of fun, even if the production's not there. As you say, uh, another guy that doesn't have the body of work, but man, when he was out there and he was healthy, he was, he was, there. he was hard to ignore. I mean, you yeah. couldn't ignore him. He, he was just, no, you couldn't him. ignore him. That's I wasn't even yeah. studying him and he, I ended up having yeah. to study him because his tape was so good. Yeah. So that yeah. was, I hadn't, it's like, I haven't started defense yet. Just let me get through the offense. God, I just want to get through the lineman. Can I get through some interior guys? Yeah. Um, but who do you think needs a big week? I'll just throw mine out because the pun is just mm -hmm. too good. It's Tavondre Sweat. Uh, yep. uh, and just what does he weigh? That's it. What, what, what do we got here? So that that's my answer for this one because I think it's the easiest and biggest answer, uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, do yeah. you have any more that are more nuanced <laughs> than that one? Than big? No, boy, I mean that's big because I, I think <laughs> the, during the season, Sweat was three sixty, three seventy. I mean, he was up there, and so can it, it, will he show up at the combine over under three forty? Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll take the. Maybe the slight under, maybe like okay. three thirty eight is what'll show up or something okay. like that. Um, yeah, if I that away at the Senior Bowl. I'm gonna go over. <laughs> uh, that wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> wouldn't be surprising at all. Yeah. Um, McKinley Jackson from A and M. Um, I want to see how he yeah. how he tests. I think because he has the flashes are impressive with him. Um, some of the get off, the explosiveness for a nose tackle. You love. I just it didn't really manifest itself um on film and and during the season uh his senior year at, at for the Aggies so can he do anything this week to uh you know really really shine and I think he has it in him I just I just want to see it yeah uh we'll just transition on over to the edge uh because I know you're chomping at the bit to get to it uh there's but, there's, uh, there's some freaky dudes in this, there this are. group man there's yeah. there could uh, be some movers after this one I yeah there's one I want to see some questions about and I should actually know better about him but yeah who, who do you think's gonna put on a show this week this is usually when 
We can see some fireworks from this position spot, even though they're all defensive linemen or some are going to be linebackers too. Uh, it's going to be a lot right. of fun for that. Yeah, but well, yeah, let's go. Speaking with that. of linebackers, I think Dallas Turner. I mean, he could be a he could be a middle linebacker, and it wouldn't look That's out of place because he's got. Man. He's got the athleticism to do it. Um, so I want to see Dallas Turner. Who he, I think he's going to – someone's going to fall in love with him because he's just so yeah. dang freaky. Um, and, but he all, you know, also led the SEC in sacks. He's also a really good run defender. So that's why he's kind of been the top pass rusher in this draft for me from start to finish, um, even though you wish there was just maybe a little more. You know, he's not Will Anderson, right. but no. there's a lot to like there. And this is a – the combines where he could really kind of remind people, he, yeah, I am that freaky guy. He's more of a really good Sam to me than like a Leo or like a pass rusher, three, four, right. end, or outside linebacker, if you want to call it that three, four will um, to me, like, but I think he's really good at that. Like the coverage mm-hmm. stuff and all that. Like, yeah. And so I think guys that want to do that odd mint fronts in the pros, you know, Raheem Morris with the Falcons, actually uh, mm-hmm. Eagles are another one, but teams like that, that want to do that Fangio kind of stuff. I think he's just perfect for that role in the modern NFL, even if he's not that 12 sack guy, I, I don't think right. he'll be that, but just a very useful player. But uh, yeah, any other freaky guys to kind of keep an eye on that <laughs> you're going to think is going to rise this week. Uh, you know, Chop Robinson, he's yeah. – so, I mean, I think Dallas Turner is a top pass rusher. And then I think that with Latu, Verse, and Chop Robinson, uh, those three guys are kind of in the next tier for me. And Robinson, he he's not as well-rounded as the other two, but he does something really special, and that's that first step. And so I can't wait to see his 10-yard split, the first 10 yards of that 40-yard dash, to see that get off, that that explosiveness off the, off the, uh, off the get-go. Can he be like anything under one six zero is a great ten yard split. Um, I think Nick Bosa is like one six two, but anything in the one fives would be great. The way Chop plays, he could get one fours, and I don't think that 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 he has that in him with the way that he uh, explodes off the line of scrimmage. So mm-hmm. Chop Robinson, what's his ten yard split? Um, Austin Booker from Kansas. Uh, he's yeah. a guy that the more you watch him, man, he just grows on you and grows yes. on you. He is, he's a, a long player. He's got, his strides are so long and he's so fast getting up the field. Um, I, I just, I think he could be one of those guys that tests, tests really well and, you know, maybe convert some doubters, but I, his tape, I just keep bumping him up. I'm like, okay, you know, before the senior bowl, <sighs> it's like, okay, you know, maybe fourth round. Then I watch him at the senior bowl. I'm like, all right, no, he's go Put him in the third round. He's going. He's 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 better than that. And then I just watch more tape on him the other day, and it's oh man, I'm 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 too low on him. Like he, this is a good player, and he has 505 career snaps, I think, in college. Like he just yes. he's barely played. He's a puppy. So once you get him with pro coaching and you get more muscle on him and you keep working with him, um, but Austin Booker, man, is so interesting. He he's one of the, uh, you know, just more. Uh, intriguing pass rushers that this draft class has to offer. And if he ends up going, you know, top 50, to me, that wouldn't be surprising. And I think part of that will be what he can do this week in Indy. That's all that words out of my mouth. I'm trying to keep a lid on him. Uh, Yeah. To put in perspective, the 505 reps, you said 505 snaps, like Max Max Crosby played over a thousand snaps this past year. So just like put that in perspective, how much experience this guy has, but no, I've been, uh, I have some familiar tie, family ties to Kansas. So this is a guy mm. too that, I mean, yeah, he's 
like you say, it grows on you. There's more football player to him than you think. He's not just a height, weight, speed, twitchy guy, bendy that's, guy. That's the thing. That's that's it surprised me is how the, the for a guy that's so way better so meager be. with his experience. Yeah, he he understands what the offense is trying to do. He understands his, the play recognition is there, the block recognition is there, um, and not just as a pass rusher. I'm talking like you know setting the edge and, and yeah. playing the run. Um, his ability to use his body different leverage points. And he's so long that he can reach the the blocker anytime he wants. But then the way he can bend and use different leverage points to uh, to win as a pass rusher, it's just yeah. really really impressive. He can stack and, and dip. Not a lot of guys can do that. He can stack yeah. and dip. That yeah. And, he, and he's got a counter back inside on a spin. Yeah. He's got like I mean he's still figuring out when to use what and you know when to use a euro and when he's still figuring all <laughs> all of it out. But he put it all on tape that he yeah. at least has it in his bag. So. Um, yeah, but Austin Booker remains one of the, the more intriguing guys in this class. I love that. Yep. Yeah. I wanted to make sure we talked about him because that, just for those reasons. And I mean, he yeah. had production. He was big 12 newcomer of the year. He he's yeah, no, definitely a name to watch. I, I think that's one start. Great, that's great it. Answer. He started one game his entire, he, he was kind of lost at Minnesota. They yep. redshirted and then they didn't really play him his, his second year. He transfers to Kansas and he just blew up as a sub package guy. And this is one of those guys you want to you know bet on but, uh, by low, but uh, the way the way he's playing, I, I, you know, kind of the secret's out. So I don't right. know how how much or how low you're going to get him at what price. So look at all the uh, other edges that you have. Like uh, when you do your last big board, it's a lot of yeah. plugger types, a yep. lot of those kind of three four or no four three defensive end types, as opposed to maybe that twitchy pass rusher type. You right. know, base ends, and base right. ends. Yes, yes, and that. Yeah, he's a different flavor. It's like it's mm-hmm. like the receiver class last year. It's all the small guys. So the big guys, it's like, oh, I guess I like Cedric I know. Tillman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. So, um, but I, I, I yeah, I, I'm glad we get to talk about it because I, I'm a pretty big fan of his, and and yeah, I think he's going to rise. But again, uh, who anybody else that most approve or or who do you think needs to have a well, big week? Because I yeah, I think for who needs a big week, Latu, uh, UCLA. You know, just I want to see the athlete. Um, his hand skill is so impressive, but want to see him as an athlete. Uh, then Braylon Trice as well. Braylon Trice yeah. is a good player. He's got good yep. tape, but he's just not a. Uh, not someone that's gonna, really going to scare you athletically. And so can he maybe surprise some people with how he uh, works out? That'll be a big one. Yeah, Latu is a uh, big one for me. Of course, the medical yeah. stuff. But yeah, how, how's he test? Is he can be overwhelming with right. that. But no, great call with Trice. Better football player than maybe Tester. So off-ball yeah. linebackers. Uh, less sexy. But uh, who, who do you think will impress you the most uh, uh, that might stand out this week? I'm interested to see uh, Tommy Eichenberg from Ohio State, who yeah. I think is a better athlete than people give him credit for. Um, you know, he didn't, yeah, didn't get to play at the Senior Bowl because he was banged up. And so, what does he look like moving around out there? I think he's, you know, got a chance to be a top three t- uh, linebacker in this class. Um, and then Trevin Walls from Kentucky, I think he's going to test uh, really, really well. I don't trust his instincts, and that's why he didn't make. <laughs> he, he was close to making my top 100, but at the end of the day, the play recognition is just not there. But I expect him to test off the charts. Yeah, that oh, that's a great one right there. Uh, I know Eichenberg. Uh, he's pretty good at running from the line of scrimmage and stuff like that. You know, we're, we're getting into the pass coverage stuff, so I was curious about how you thought it was testing the uh, Edrian Cooper. I'm not so much. I don't yeah. think he's going to be an overwhelming athlete, but I, I'm more. I think this is more curiosity of saying keeping an eye on. So I don't know if that is most to prove or not, but he was my mm-hmm. answer for this in this kind of class. But because I do no. think he could have some impressive moments, but I'm just want to see how impressive they are. But I'll say on the flip side for me going, uh, who needs a big week, most to prove yada, yada is junior Colson from Michigan. Um, mm. What are your testing numbers? 
Uh, mm-hmm. I like your tape. I think you're a smart player. You get yourself in good positions. His ability to recover if he gets does a misstep is has me hesitating a, a little bit. Uh, but right. yeah, so how does he test? He could maybe just put me at ease a little bit as because right now he's my current linebacker one. I think it's same for you. So I, I just mm-hmm. that would put me more at ease about that ranking. Uh, what about for you? Yeah, that's a good call. Um, I, I would uh, say a lot of that same stuff. I, Jeremy uh, Jeremiah Trotter uh, to me is, you know, he's so instinctive. Uh, you know, he's so physical with the way he plays. He's just not a great athlete in space. And so, what is he? What his testing numbers look like? You know, does he test better than what the tape says? Uh, you know, right now, I mean, he just made it in my top 100. Yeah. Uh, just because I have so much respect for his ability to read and react and, and make plays downhill. But can you trust him in coverage? And so how he performs at the combine will uh, certainly be something that uh, teams will be talking about. I think I just, when I was watching against Clemson's defense, I think I saw DT1 for the 2026 draft. Uh, that's mm. Peter Woods for Clemson. Oh, I my God. Looked at him yet. Holy okay. crap. Oh my God. They, they, oh my God. Yeah. Just, just wait. <laughs> he was another guy that was supposed to be watching Notre Dame's offense and watching number 11 for Clemson. Uh, yeah, but he's standing up guys. Uh, getting into the back end, get to the DBs. Yeah. There's some athletes here. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. These, these are thoroughbreds. So <laughs> I, this is when, uh, the testing, the 40 takes forever, even though these guys all run four or three because they take 15 minutes to get into their stance. And then if yep. they don't like it, they stand back up. <laughs> And then they false start, and they have to go back. Gorshik right. has to stop them and talk to them. But anyways, DBs, who do you think is going to impress you the most, even though Cooper DeGene is not testing? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I reported that the other day, too, how he's uh, still working You're his way it. back. They're, yeah, I was doing my best Adam Schefter impression. Uh, <laughs> I, I do think that you know, the, the plan is to have a pro day in April for for DeGene, and yeah. you know, hopefully we can still get that uh, slam dunk contest we've been hoping for. Um, Come on. We need it. I, I it's kind of like the same thing we said with receivers, how the top three guys, I can't wait to see my top three guys, which is Terry and Arnold at one. I think he's going to test really well. Quinone Mitchell. Um, you know, he was, uh, I mentioned this, uh, throughout the fall, but, uh, scouts had him at four, three, nine in the spring. Now you give him a chance to really prepare for it. Right. Uh, if the over under is four, three, five, I'm taking the under on Quinone Mitchell, just kind of continue that momentum, positive That's momentum. He yeah. built up, uh, during the season. And then at the senior bowl, um, and then Nate Wiggins from Clemson. Um, the while I have my questions about the the physicality and you know being, what does he weigh in at? Is he one eighty five at six two? You know, is he, is he coming a little bit bigger than that? Um, you know, he's, but he's not a bulky guy. He's never going to be that guy. Nope. The suddenness is what you love about uh, Nate Wiggins. How does that manifest itself with the the testing numbers and the data? So um, the top three guys, Arnold, Mitchell, and Wiggins. I'm really eager to see how they uh, how they test. Yeah. Yep, Quinnell Mitchell, I, I think he'll put on a show. And yeah, Wiggins, I, I think he'll run and jump. Uh, it twitches his game. Uh, I really like his yeah. stickiness, but I, I, I totally get what you mean with some of the physicality stuff. But he he's long and he can move and he can stay sticky. He should run like, the four threes, yeah. Oh, I mean, I man. He, he's a guy that uh, he's going to go in the arms? top 25. Uh, oh, yeah, what's easily. That? Does he have thirty-two inch arms? Do you think? Yeah, that'll be quite. I mean, he's got he's six one and a half, six two. So you know, the height would say that he's got long arms too. Yeah. So we'll we'll get the exact number. He's oh, going to yeah. go top twenty-five. It's just he's a matter a, of yeah, where. Manuel you know, Forbes be, went fourteen or whatever he went last year. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Nate Wiggins is definitely. And, and, but every every secondary has a different threshold right. for yeah what they're looking for and right. um yeah so that'll be interesting. Uh, a couple other ones: Andrew Phillips from Kentucky. Um, uh, the really reminded me of Roger McCreary. I really like Andrew Phillips okay. as my, 
uh, like I put them at 69 in my top 100, and I know that is a lot higher than a lot of people have them, but I I, I do think he's a player. The career, um, you got my ears perked up on a, with a Roger McCreary. McCreary comparison. I, there's there's, I like, there's I like some, McCreary some parallels lot, so. there. Okay. Yeah. Um, on day three, a couple of guys that I expect to test well. DJ James from Auburn, he's tiny, but he's a good athlete. Um, MJ Devonshire from Pitt is another guy that I think is oh. going to run really well. Uh, Elijah Jones from BC, uh, he's got I some juice that. to him. And then Carlton Johnson from Fresno State, who's a senior bowl guy, former track okay. guy. I, I, those are day three guys, but I expect all of them to really show out with their testing. That's awesome. Yeah, this is when guys can move. Oh, you got long arms and you can run? Let's go. At <laughs> yeah. no other position will they take those chances more than, than corn. I know. All the Legion of Boom coaches aren't around the league as much as they were before, but they're still out there. They're still the yeah. guys that like that height, weight, speed, especially at this spot. The corner's hard. <laughs> it's where it you got dra- draft them in bulk. It's like yeah. pitchers. Just hope they work out. Uh, but <laughs> that's seriously though. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the who needs a big week most approved for me. And we're, I know we're talking DBs and as as a whole. It's Cameron Kitchens for Miami. Was was he run? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I, and even his tape, uh, he has some great instincts, but man, he gets himself in trouble a lot. And that's and he doesn't have that overwhelming athleticism to recover. I'm gonna use that word right. again, but you need it. <laughs> he he needs it. it. And so was he was he test that because yeah, I originally liked him and he's kind of he's dropping off a little bit for me, but so can he can I stop the fall a little bit? Well what and it's, yeah, he Kitchens was always because he's got those aggressive eyes. And so it's yes. great, but at the same time you need to have the athleticism to make up for some of the wasted steps when you have those aggressive eyes. Um, so yeah, Kitchens was one of the names I wrote down. Uh, Kool Aid McKinstry. To, that to me, that's, that's the big one. It's the stopwatch position. Can you uh, run what you need to run that for teams to take you in the first round? And for McKinstry, I you know can he run over under you know four five one? You know can can he get in the four fours? That'll be big for him if he can. Um, it's it just watching him and Terry and Arnold like on the same field. It's just one of those guys was the far more athletic player and the far more competitive player. And Arnold that was, was that guy, both categories. And it's not, not to take anything away from McKinstry. No. It's just tough when you're comparing those two side by side. So what can McKinstry do at the combine to, uh, you know, Hey, don't forget about me. Um, you know, whether it's in the interview process, whether it's with his testing. So very eager to see him. And then I want to see how, uh, Jaden Hicks, uh, from Washington <laughs> state, who he's right there with Tyler Newman for my top safety this year. And can he, does he have the athleticism to back that up? We didn't see him at the, con- or at the senior bowl. He had a, uh, an ankle sprain, so he didn't go. He's expected to do everything at the combine. And I, I really like his tape. 6'2", 215, can run, uh, is, is someone that can hold up close to the line of scrimmage, but he also has, does some nice stuff in the deep third. What does he look like just moving around out there as an athlete? Because uh, I, I do think Jaden Hicks, has a chance to uh, at least compete for that number one safety yeah. spot with uh, with Tyler Newbin. Oh, it's wide open. Yeah, and this this for the safety ones, I, I couldn't even tell you who I like at this point in time. Well, and, I just and, and Newb- I, I would throw Newbin in there as well because we like, another guy right. we didn't see at the Senior Bowl. Nope. Um, you know, you like the was, ball production. He's a good athlete, but yep. uh, just you know, where does he shake up athletically with some of these other guys? Um, and then I'd also throw out Malik Mustafa from Wake Forest. Uh, have you watched okay. him yet? No, I've not. He is he is fun. He because okay. he is short and stocky, and man, does he fly around! Um, you know, I don't, there's not a ton of safeties that look like that. Like he doesn't have the ball hawking skills of an Antoine Winfield. Okay. Um, wow. Like he's not quite the athlete of like a Bob Sanders. But you know, he he is a fun player who is just 
he will hit you. He is not afraid. Um, and so I, I'm a big fan of Malik Mustafa. Um, Bo Braid from Maryland's another good athlete. Not a great athlete. I don't think he had the senior year that some were expecting to have. Yeah, he, but he's a good athlete. He's yeah. another solid safety in this class. Um, the guy in this draft class who ran the fastest 100 meters out of every prospect in this class uh, Tyler Owens from Texas Tech. So yeah. what can he do in terms of the 40-yard dash? And can he be a winner when he runs out or he goes out there and runs a, in the low four threes, uh, even though his his tape doesn't really impress you. But if you're going to run in the low four threes or in the four twos, uh, you know, you're know you going to get drafted. And even if it's late, you're going to get a shot. So yeah, these safeties and these corners, there's some, there's some speedsters for sure. Run fast, and hopefully you have a couple plays of you hitting, and then the special teams coach will go, okay. There you go. They'll there draft go. this guy in the sixth or seventh. We'll give you we'll throw a guy out there. Hey, these guys make a living on it. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, just the other Miami kid, too, James Williams. Who, yeah. Is he going to be working out with linebackers? He's going to be working out with Actually, safeties. I'm ask you about him. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I'll be honest. Like I, Watching him, I just didn't see a great football player, uh, regardless of Miami's the Miami's defense was a little at. disappointing to watch as a whole. I'm yeah. really honest. I'm giving my neutral opinion. <laughs> Why, why I've been watching a lot of ACC offenses over the last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, a little disappointing with Miami's defense. I, I'm interested just to see how he he looks out there because he's such a unique guy. Uh, okay. You know, that 6'4 frame, 215 pounds. But, um, yeah, how does he test uh, compared to these other safeties and linebackers? That's a good one. I, I, going back to your Kool-Aid point, uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and with Arnold, it's sometimes, you know, especially a, a program like Alabama, you almost have to, like, you don't want to take too much from it, but it's notable. Okay, which guy did they put in the slot? Arnold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the guy they okay. That's the guy they trust a little bit more. And I know that sounds basic and everything, but that's real. <laughs> that's uh, okay sure. for a receiver and third down. Which receiver? We have two guys that we really like. Okay, what guy did they put in the slot on third down? Those coaches. Sometimes you and, gotta and listen then, to what they what, what, what they're with, showing you. With McKinstry, they put him out there as a true freshman because they trusted him. So it's right. I think he will impress with the interviews and like just the way that. Uh, like he he's ready for the battles. He is, but at the same time, is he the type of athlete that teams are ready to draft in the first round? I right. teams want to make sure that he's that too. So yeah, McKinstry in a lot of different ways is going to be one of the more interesting corners to watch this week. I, I brought up the center and the safety stuff. Maybe athleticism doesn't matter. Corner it does. So that that does matter. It, does. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. But all this matters. This was awesome. Thanks, Dane. I hope everyone enjoyed. I- It'll be fun. We got excited. We we got we got food to eat next week. We got, uh, but no, it'll be good to see you and sit down and actually talk face to face with uh, about some of these players. So plenty of stuff. Yeah, we will have a combine review once it's all said and done. So I hope you enjoyed this. Hope you all enjoy your combine preview. We'll be here all the time. Prospects and pros. Robert will be joining us soon once he comes back. Once the combine's over, we'll have a three man weave going. I'll you know throw some throw a little bounce pass of Dane. I'll let him lay it up. It'll be good. He can kick it back out to me and we'll get a two-on-one going. It's great. Me and him against Robert. I love it. Thank you guys all for joining me. We'll see you guys next time. This was the Athletic Football Show's Prospects to Pros podcast.